Welcome back to Let's Talk Weddings with your Scottish wedding. The only wedding podcast dedicated solely to the Scottish wedding industry. We'll be talking to guests from across the Scottish wedding landscape, discussing everything from how grooms can play an active role in their wedding planning and putting together the perfect elopement to looking at the top bridal designers as well as keeping you right on your own wedding checklist. Just what do you need to do when? Yes, of course, Rob. We're um, an online directory for weddings. Um, we were established in 2012, 12-12-12, uh, so that I remember. Um, and we've kind of grown from there. We started off as a venue-only website, then moved into wedding services. We were asked to do a wedding show at the Balmoral in 2014. Um, and then we went on to do networking events. So everything to do with weddings online and in person on shows and networking events. yourself well i've been uh from a work point of view i've been in the industry well there's no wedding industry but hospitality industry since 1990 so 33 years now um i was part of an opening team of damahoy which is a golf resort just outside edinburgh um started off in food and beverage then my first foray into weddings would be um 1992 at Norton House Hotel, which coincidentally, sitting here in a Virgin Hotel, Norton House was the first Virgin Hotel. Oh, uh, right. Um, it was one of these things, I don't know if you remember the advert, it was Remington Steel. There was TV adverts years ago that said he liked the company so much he bought it. Um, <laughs> that's what happened with Norton House because Norton House used to be the only airport hotel, there was no other hotels. So this little 47-bedroom hotel, um, Richard Branson stayed all the time when he was flying back and forth and um, bought the hotel, and that was the start of the original Virgin Hotels. This is, um, I'm in Virgin Hotel 2.0. I started in weddings, serving at weddings, uh, as a waiter doing the old silver service. Um, And then in the mid-1990s, I started running weddings, um just after that I started organizing weddings um and from there I went into more of a sales role so I've worked for various hotels and conference centers in Edinburgh and Auckland New Zealand um came back to the UK late late uh, 90s um and it's been sales ever since so looking after things like Fairmont St Andrews, Apex Hotels, the EICC, Heriot Watt University, etc. Um, and then back in 2012, I started working for a 
exclusive use castle just on the outskirts of Edinburgh, um, Carlowry Castle. Mm-hmm. Um, so in charge of sales and marketing there and obviously identified that our main market would be weddings, exclusive use weddings. So I found myself typing on various wedding websites and um, just thought I could do things a little bit nicer, a little bit slicker. So 2012 was born, um, Luxury Scotch Wedding. And um, what a roller coaster of ten years that's been! <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so and, and, and initially, um, up until twenty twelve, it's been a mixture of hospitality and wedding. So although I'm not on the coal face now, in terms of um, the delivery of weddings, um, I've been thirty years ago. I was there. <laughs> Where do you think your love of weddings came from? You know what. Our tagline um, for Luxury Scottish Wedding is where dreams begin. I've just Aww. changed it this year to a decade of dream making because although I'm not in the cold face now, I work with dream makers. Uh, you know, hospitality is such a wonderful industry. Everyone knows everyone. Weddings just takes it to another level. Everyone really does know everyone. And it's just such a happy industry and everyone goes out of their way to try the best i mean it's it's your you know it's the client's special day so anything that um people can do to make it as memorable as possible it's such a such a happy industry to be in so what got you into actually doing shows well the um as i said my background's um sales and marketing so which put me in good stead because when I started at Luxury Scottish Wedding, I knew all the director of sales and marketing um, personnel throughout Scotland. So, um, for example, when I'm knocking on Glen Eagle's door um, with this new website I hadn't launched, but I've got a really good PowerPoint, I probably wouldn't get to see the sales director. But because I knew the sales director straight in the door and got really good support um, from iconic um, hotels and resorts throughout Scotland. Um, One of these hotels, the Balmoral, just down the road here, um, Charlotte Weatherall, who was Director of Sales and Marketing at the time, contacted me and invited me in for a meeting and basically said, the Balmoral would like to do a wedding show, but can you run it for us? (laughs) That was purely the basis. I hadn't thought about it before. So then, like the wedding directory, I looked at wedding shows, walked a lot of wedding shows. In a previous life, I had exhibited at wedding shows. And again, just looking at how we can do things a little bit different, a little something that would suit the Balmoral. Um, so, yes, yeah, so thanks to the Balmoral that we've, we've delivered either 23 or 25 shows um, since 2014 throughout Scotland. Wow. That's very impressive. So yeah, no, it's been a it, it, it's been a really good adventure, a good learning curve, um, and we're we're currently evolving. So it's tell me about that food. first <laughs> wedding show. Like, I really want to see how how have you grown from that first wedding show to your next one in two weeks' time? Yeah, well, the first one, it really was. You know, it was our our first journey with working with wedding suppliers, because really up until then, it was wedding venues we dealt with purely, whether it was your wedding day, um, pre-wedding celebration, I prefer that term than stag and hen, um, or honeymoon. So it was anything to do with venues, to do with weddings and romance. Um, so I'm to do a wedding show, we obviously recognise that we need some suppliers. <laughs> <laughs> so um, that was 
Um, more of a journey for us because I didn't know when suppliers, I knew venues, um, but through the venues and through the director of sales um, personnel that I knew, I was introduced to um, preferred suppliers of, say, the Balmoral or Glen Eagles or Turnberry, etc. So we quite quickly built up a portfolio of wedding service suppliers. And again, it's trying to sell a, a show because there's a lot of wedding shows throughout Scotland of um, varying degrees of size. Um, and you could just hear, you know, uh, a cake designer saying, there's another one. <laughs> so we're looking at it a little bit differently. So what what we set out from the beginning was the venue had to be, well, we, we had the venue, it was the Balmoral, because we only used to do the Balmoral. Um, we wanted to create more of a elegant and engaging show. We didn't want to, there to be hard sell. Um as a exhibitor of previous shows when I worked with hotels, one thing that frustrated me is if I exhibited at a wedding show and there was a fashion show happening in five minutes, you would lose whoever you're speaking to and everyone's constantly looking at their clock to see when the next fashion show or when the next band showcase is on. Um, so we don't we don't normally have um, bands or fashion shows that are um, events. We wanted to be very relaxed and very informal, enjoyable for the attendees and also for the exhibitors. So people arrive, they get a nice glass of fizz and arrival. We have string quartets and harpists. We do have brides dressed in wedding dresses walking the show. Um, so these were the kind of fundamentals of organising the show. Now, our first show was very much, um, let's see what happens, because... <laughs> For the up until this year, um, our shows have been free to attend. Um, so we put out all on social media, come to our show, it's free to attend. We didn't actually go through a platform, a ticket platform like Eventbrite or of the such. So basically at 12 o'clock um, in a January uh, afternoon in 2014, we all stood there and wondered if everyone would turn up because we had no we had no tickets, we had no data, nothing. Um, luckily for us, a few hundred people turned up. Um, and then from there, um, this is why we do different shows now, because we grew in popularity. Uh, and at the early stages, we didn't want to be too big. We didn't want to move to a large exhibition centre or conference centre. We also wanted to, we always wanted to stay in venues that were luxury, that held weddings. And so we started doing other shows because as our membership grew, not everyone could exhibit at the Balmoral because we're very much restricted in size. So that's why we started looking at other shows. But yeah, the first show was definitely a nervous one when you're standing there. And I think we had probably 50 exhibitors at the time all relying on you um, to bring everyone through the door. And we had no idea if anyone would turn up. <laughs> <We've learned it. laughs> so, yeah. So tell us about the next show. How is that different and, and what does it look like now? Yeah, well, we've tried um, we've tried several um, shows um, in and around, well, not in Glasgow, but around Glasgow. Um, one of my previous roles was I was Director of Sales and Marketing at Cameron House. So we did a couple of shows, Cameron House, beautiful venue. Um, it had to close suddenly. Um, so then we moved to Mar Hall. Um, and then we've done a couple of shows at the lovely Cross Basket, which again is on the, the edge of Glasgow. 
Um, great shows, fantastic locations, great environment to deliver a show. The one issue with all these shows, you have to drive. Mm. It's not, these these venues are not easy to, to get to in public transport for a show that's a four hour show. Um, so we decided to to think of things a bit differently. So we thought, right, let's look at Glasgow City Centre. So um, happy to have teamed up with Intercontinental Hotel Group, and um, the show in two weeks' time will be at the Vocal Grand Central, which, like the Balmoral, is an iconic institution tagged on to a railway station, so great for um, accessibility. Grand Central, in my mind, has the best hotel ballroom that I've seen in Glasgow. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, there's a few hotels coming online, like the Clayton um, a few weeks ago, and then the sister hotel of where I'm sitting here now, the Virgin Hotel, opens up in a few weeks' time. But at the moment, uh, it doesn't get better than the Grand Central. So I thought, right, city centre... Why not rather than do a Sunday afternoon where um, the brides-to-be have to drag their grooms-to-be on a Sunday afternoon or a Saturday or whatever time during the weekend for a full show, let's Glass Vegas it. Let's do something a bit differently. So let's have an Vegas evening. it. I love that. <laughs> Copyright Lucky Scotch Red. That's fantastic. Glass Vegas. <laughs> Everyone in Glasgow yeah. is having a party now. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's Glass Vegas it. Um, so this show starts at five o'clock and ends at nine. We're encouraging couples that work in the city centre. They may not live in Glasgow, but they work in the city centre. Come after work, make a night of it. This show will have a different vibe, different dynamics to our day shows. It will be more of a party atmosphere um, we're going to have different forms of entertainment photo booths um, we've got a gospel choir we're going to have um, live entertainment live music um, people get a welcome drink on arrival um, there's going to be a show bar that's going to be open throughout so we're encouraging people yeah rather than come have a look at the exhibitors leave come sit in the bar in the bar, um, there's going to be different sorts of entertainment. The bar will be open. Have a few drinks. Um, and, yeah, let's see how it goes. I'm quite excited about this. Um, I used to, although I live in Edinburgh, I lived in Glasgow for about seven years and just love Glasgow. People do make Glasgow. And if it's going to work anywhere, this different format, it's going to be Glasgow, Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. That is just it's it's so nice to hear that it's growing as well, like especially after the last couple of years to hear that you're expanding, trying something new, really being innovative with the way that you're presenting weddings to people. It's it's such a delight to hear about that. Oh, thank you. Yeah. yeah, But yeah, I mean, it's been a strange time for everyone. Mm. Um, You know, what when COVID hit, you know, I ended up driving buses. My co-director ended up working in Iceland, the shop. Um, we have a company where we don't have anything that's tangible. Um, were we worried? Not wholly, because we knew that out of all industries, the wedding industry would be the one industry that would come back and come back with a bang. Mm. You know, people have put off their special day for two years. They've rearranged, they've rearranged, they've probably changed venues, probably changed suppliers. So we, we knew as soon as um, the world opened up that weddings would come back. And that's certainly been um, proven by our wedding show that we just had at the Balmoral in January, which was by far our biggest show in terms of exhibitors. 
um, but also in terms of attendees. Um, because our second thought, you know, when we started doing shows again was from an exhibitor point of view, would there still be the demand? Because suddenly you've got um, 2022-3 that's basically back-to-back weddings. We'd people... Would exhibitors pay to come to a wedding show if their diaries are already full? Um, but then you have to think that the audience that, for example, came to our show um, in January are looking at 24, 5, 6 and 7. Mm. So, so yes, it, it's it's come back with a bang and um, we're, we're thankful for that and happy for, well, not just us, but everyone in the industry because everyone had to adapt. You know, uh, a lot of... Um, a lot of people that we work with, like us, did something completely different to A, survive, and B, to get some kind of routine in your life. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so tell us what plans you've got for 2023 and your shows this year. Yes, well, we've, um, it's quite changed. Um, so our next three venues are going to be new venues for us Um so Glasgow, which I'm super happy about, can't wait for that one. Um, of course, we'll go afterwards and have a good night out in Glasgow. That's part of the, you know, that's as per. Um, our October show, we've actually changed venue. Um, for the last five or six years, um, we've held the magnificent Hopeton House, which, you know, as it says on the tin, as it says on the website, Scotland's um, finest stately home. Um because of availability issues, because again, these venues are, are, are having to deal with weddings that have been postponed. We haven't managed to get a date for, for this year. So again, we thought, Hopeton's a great venue. You have to drive to get there. Mm-hmm. Um, so we thought, let's look at a city centre um, venue. Of course, when you're doing a, a show at the Balmoral, it's the Balmoral, it's iconic. So we really didn't want to do another hotel. So we thought, let's look at a exclusive use venue that is um, quite spectacular. So October, we're going to Mansfield Square, which is, I don't know if you've ever been, but it's billed as Edinburgh Sistine Chapel. It's just a massive, over-the-top, ornate church in Edinburgh City Centre. So we're quite excited about that for October, which is pretty much sold out already in terms of exhibitors. Um, And then... 2024, off the press today, we've not went to market. Um, 2024 January will be our 10th anniversary wedding show. Um, so it'll be something to celebrate, something a bit special. Um, so we've secured um, one of the most impressive and largest venues in Edinburgh. So 21st of January 2024, we're going to invite the wedding industry to assemble at the assembly rooms. So wow. uh, we're excited we're excited to be there. It's just a spectacular venue. Um Shona that's in charge, I've known for years. Um and it's just going to again City Centre is it's going to enable us to 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 grow the show and have a different format, you know like everything in life, it's evolve or die. So we're always looking at different ways on how we can improve the show and improve the attendee experience. So, so yeah, so um, we're taking over the assembly rooms exclusively in January. So that's very exciting. That is so exciting. And what a way to celebrate 10 years of doing wedding shows. Well, that's it. Uh, you know, the, the Balmoral 
uh, you know, so thankful for the Balmoral. It started at the Balmoral. Um, you know, we achieved great success in terms of exhibitors and attendees because it's the Balmoral. It's one of the finest um, Edinburgh hotels. Um, but you have to look at our business and where we're at. But you also have to look at the host venue as well. So um, basically, we got to we got to a stage from our success a few weeks ago where we're kind of getting too big and too busy for the Balmoral. In terms, you know, we started off back in um, 2014 using two rooms. Um, we ended up using six rooms in January with a, a waiting list of exhibitors that wanted to join us. Um, we had about a thousand um, attendees um, come between 12 and four on a Sunday. And that impacts both ways because the Balmoral's main priority is a five-star luxury experience. So when they're um, when their foyer is filled with very excited couples coming in and a sea of people, um, we need to look how from both sides of the uh, both sides of the uh, show how we can move forward. So mm. that's why the Rooms is great because it's bigger, it's very glitz and glamour. But we have exclusive use, so we're not going to impact in anyone else, no hotel guests, anything like that. Yeah. And basically, we're using two massive rooms rather than using six rooms and people going upstairs and different sizes of rooms. It'll be a much more coherent affair. It's exciting. That sounds so exciting. Is there a venue that you've just always wanted to do a show at, but you haven't had the chance yet? No, because we booked the best. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean, better venues? <laughs> Not better, just um, different venues, or or to try something completely radical that no one's ever thought of. <laughs> I, I don't think so. Certainly, within you know, with, with within Glasgow, as I said, I think we've got the best hotel ballroom. Um, there's other venues we could use. They've got Oran Moor, the old fruit market, etc. Um, Edinburgh, I think we've we've nailed it in terms mm. of venues. You know, when you've got the Balmoral, when you've got the Assembly Rooms, when you've got Mansfield Traquair, there's amazing venues in Edinburgh, but we have to look at the capacity, the size for exhibitors and attendees. Yeah. Yeah. Um, out with, I mean, we've we've held shows in um, Aberdeen as well. We used the Chester Hotel in Aberdeen, which is one of one of the luxury hotels in in Aberdeen. Um, St Andrews, um, we've delivered a couple of shows at Fairmont St Andrews, which. Um, haven't been part of the opening team. I'm quite biased, but it's one of my favourite uh, resorts in Scotland. I don't know if you did one. You know, we haven't done one in Glen Eagles. You know, Glen Eagles is always marketed True. as the best hotel. Um, my fellow director and I have just um, been down to Turnberry this week, and um, the ballroom in Turnberry is probably the nicest ballroom I've ever seen. Wow! Um, in terms of size. In terms of just over the top, I mean, why have one chandelier when you can have about twenty? But yeah, I mean, yeah. And as I said before, we we the assembly rooms is as big as we are going to get. We don't want to go into exhibition centres or conference centres or 
things like that. Um, so in terms of venues, no, completely happy with uh, our history of venues. Uh, and, you know, who knows what the next few years bring. Mm. So if people want to attend the weddings, uh, sorry, the wedding shows, where do they go to get tickets, sign up for suppliers and guests? Uh, well, they, if they come onto luxuryscottishwedding.com, we actually have a dedicated show page that lists all the shows that, that we're doing, um, exhibit our profiles, um, links to the tickets. Uh, what we tend to do for our shows, and this may change, um, what we tend to do with all our shows is free tickets are available until a certain cutoff date. So if you get in there quick, you're getting a free ticket to come to a luxury wedding show to get a glass of fizz, um, and then after a certain time, um, they're charged, which £10, which is nothing, that doesn't even pay for your fizz, but you're getting a whole luxurious experience and the chance to to meet, you know, dream makers in a luxury environment. Um, so yeah, all details, head on to our website. That's it from us on Let's Talk Weddings with your Scottish wedding. Don't forget to listen and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you'd like to be featured on next week's story, get in touch with sales at yourscottishwedding.co.uk. Hold up. 